COVID-19 scams. Snake oil salesmen are still around. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest. And this week we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, things that have been around for a long time. And that scam artist and how to watch out for that on with uh, COVID-19. That's what we'll be talking about today on Access Health Radio. Thanks for joining us on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We're here at 4 o'clock each Sunday afternoon. I'm Mike Davis. Board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest from Apex joins us today. And Dr. Forrest, I understand this past week the Federal Trade Commission has really been cracking down on coronavirus scammers. Even doctors that are selling false cures or preventive supplements to patients. What's going on? Well, unfortunately, you know, with any crisis that involves fear, uh, people's fear is often taken advantage of um, with people trying to make a quick buck. And uh, recently, especially this past week, uh, several people have been charged with fraud. Uh, including some doctors. Uh, this was, uh, it's been a major news story, uh, but there's a lot more out there that uh, haven't become a major news story. So, you know, they've been selling all types of products that they promote as helping treat, cure, or prevent uh, COVID-19. And to be clear, nothing has been proven to prevent or cure COVID-19, especially nothing that you could buy as a consumer from somebody's website or that you could just go into a doctor's office and get. So if somebody tries to sell you vitamin C or silver solution, or even supplements with the implication that they will keep you from getting COVID-19, it's time to run uh, because it's absolutely a scam. It doesn't matter if they've got a great website, if they've got a blog that a million people look at every day, or if they've even written a book. Uh, none of that that's been written or said has to be true. And this past week, Dr. Nanis and also Dr. Mock uh, both faced charges after saying that supplements and also vitamin C treatments could prevent or treat COVID-19. So essentially what you had is the first doctor, Dr. Nanis, uh, had a homeopathic concoction that he was reporting to people could basically reduce 90% of anything associated with COVID-19. And it was just a homeopathic remedy. And he was telling people that obviously he was charging them a significant uh, amount of money for that. And uh, he was actually a chiropractor. um, So he wasn't a medical doctor, but uh, it's, it's any kind of uh, medical professional could be guilty of this. And then there was Dr. Mock, that's M-O-K, who was actually a medical doctor. And he was doing treatments for people where he would actually give them uh, IV vitamin C and told them that that basically would take care of COVID-19. So just to be clear, um, there isn't anything like that available right now that has any evidence that somebody's gonna be able to sell to you uh, either on an infomercial, on a website, or even in their doctor's office. You know, right now it just doesn't exist. So, um, you know, what is evidence so far for actual treatments? You know, there have been some studies so far that suggest that several treatments might actually help COVID-19. 
but none so far have been made widely available to the public. Um, you know, for example, remdesivir uh, has shown some success, especially with really sick hospitalized patients um, at helping reduce the severity. And as you know, that was a, used to be an Ebola drug and it has shown some benefit, but it's only available, you know, in intensive care type situations in the hospital. Um, and it's still not widely available. It's mostly been in these clinical trials and things they've been using that. So you're not going to go to somebody's medical office and they're going to give you some remdesivir combination, or they shouldn't be, that would be to treat or prevent COVID-19. Also, some vaccines are really showing some promise, at least in terms of how well they might work in generating antibodies against COVID-19. Um, and then there has been a little bit of evidence with vitamin D. Um, and they've shown that, uh, you know, in some cases, people, uh, vitamin D made them do better in the hospital. Um, and so that's interesting. But again, that doesn't mean everybody should go out and take vitamin D. Um, and even some common cholesterol medicines, uh, atorvastatin was one that was mentioned, and some blood pressure medicines, particularly the um, ACE inhibitors and what we call angiotensin receptor blockers, um, have been studied a couple of times now. And at least in one of those studies, those blood pressure medicines and the cholesterol medicine in, in that research showed a benefit with people doing better. However, that does not mean that you should run out and take any of those therapies since all of them are still being studied. And sometimes, you know, in the sickest COVID-19 patients, uh, they've been used and they still haven't been proven safe. But in some case, those are sort of a last ditch effort. Uh, you know, it's like doctors are like, let's try something because uh, this person's likely to die if we don't do something. And so in many cases, that's where these have been studied. So that doesn't mean that any of these have been proven safe and effective for the public yet. None of them have FDA approval by any means. Um, so I would encourage people also to, you know, go up and look at those articles because it, it will give you some good red flag warning signs for things to look out for. Uh, you can just, you know, go on the internet and search for Dr. Nanis. That's N-A-N-N-I-S. And then the other doctor this past week was Dr. Mock, M-O-K. And just, just search about that and read about what they were doing. Because I think a lot of people in the public would say, oh, well, you know, that doesn't seem so crazy or that doesn't seem so outlandish. Uh, and they'll read those articles and they'll kind of know what to look out for. Um, and you can see the type things they were selling to patients. Uh, you know, sometimes people want to believe so much that a quote, uh, you know, in a natural remedy uh, or saying that a natural remedy works, that in their desperation, they might make the jump to assume it might help. And so we just really have to be careful about uh, anybody trying to sell you something that they say is going to prevent or cure uh, COVID-19. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. There are so many of these type scams out there and a lot of things are floating around on the internet, on social media. And Dr. Forrest, I know you've gotten a lot of questions about those and we're going to address some of those when we come back. Our Access Health Tip of the Week is on the way as well. So stay tuned. You're listening to Access Health Radio. Lots of 
misinformation on social media and the internet about coronavirus. We're going to talk about some of those uh, coming up here in just a few moments here on Access Health Radio. It's our topic this week with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. But first, it's time for our Access Health Tip of the Week. Our tip of the week this week is brought to you by We Care Pharmacy of Apex. They are a local pharmacy that delivers in the triangle, and they also will price match on the cost of generic drugs. And all of this while really exhibiting outstanding customer service. Uh, you can reach them at 919-629-6010. Again, that's 919-629-6010. Uh, you can also find them at wecareofapex.com. And if you want to send them an email, they don't mind that either. You can send an email to rph at wecareofapex.com. And, uh, you know, they are just really customer friendly. Uh, you know, I found out about them from uh, patients that were getting their prescriptions filled there and that wanted their other prescriptions switched there. They talked about how great the staff is there and about how they'll educate folks. So uh, they really have been outstanding. And besides that, they also save a lot of people on their prescriptions. I've had some people tell me that they're saving 80 to 90% over what they were paying at some of the big box corner stores uh, there. So uh, check, check them out at wecareofapex.com. And our tip of the week this week is, uh, you know, don't go from zero to a hundred immediately. You know, uh, restaurants are opening up, uh, people are getting out, doing more things, uh, but you don't want to go somewhere. They really shouldn't be like a buffet type setup anyway. Uh, but if you go somewhere and they're serving from common serving utensils, uh, where people basically are handling the same utensils, you really want to avoid that as much as possible. And, you know, while businesses and restaurants are sanitizing and they really are doing that, it is reasonable that you ask to see your seating area be sanitized personally, or you could do it yourself with a sanitizing wipe. Uh, but let's say you're in a restaurant with a hundred tables and they had sanitized 99, but then there was a phone call and the guy who was sanitizing tables had to run answer the phone, he might've missed that table, right? And so if you wanna ask to see yours disinfected personally, or if you wanna do it yourself with some kind of uh, sanitizing wipe that actually kills a virus, uh, that's reasonable to do. And uh, you know, some people would say that's being paranoid, but I don't think you have to be paranoid to take precautions. That is exactly right. That's why here at the radio station, we have taken to wearing masks, except when we're actually speaking into the microphone because it doesn't work too well like that. So uh, we, uh, we're just taking every precaution that we possibly can. Now, I understand that you've gotten uh, a lot of questions recently uh, in your email uh, regarding this topic, and we'll give that email address coming up here shortly for folks, because I know they're going to have questions uh, that even we're not going to be able to answer today. But uh, Dr. Forrest, I wanted to bounce this one off of you first, because this is something that a friend of mine uh, told me about the other day. And I want to see if this is uh, a, a possible, uh, if there's truth to this or not. And that is, he said, that sunlight kills COVID-19. And if you take your mask off, if you've got COVID-19 on your mask, say, and you set it, say, on the on the dashboard of your car, that the sunlight will, will purify it or, or sanitize it and kill the germs. Any truth to that? Well, I, you know, I don't know that's recommended as standard practice by anybody, but uh, theoretically there is some truth to it. Um, we know that ultraviolet light 
uh, can kill lots of viruses, including uh, COVID-19. Uh, they're actually looking at ultraviolet light as a way to uh, do sanitizing on public transportation. Uh, they're looking at UV light as ways to uh, sanitize people as they come and go through entryways. Uh, so UV light has been used for sanitizing purposes uh, in the past, and the sun puts out, you know, a lot of UV light. Um, there's, there's a couple issues here. So UV light's one of those. Uh, just remember that inside a car, uh, the, the sunlight is coming through a window and that window may have ultraviolet uh, protection to it, you know, to keep you from getting sunburned through the window. And that same ultraviolet um, filter may prevent the ultraviolet light from, you know, being very effective uh, on sanitizing anything, including your mask. Um, you know, for example, if it, if it blocks 95% of UV light, then, you know, putting a mask and a dashboard in the sun for a minute might not do much of anything. On the other hand, if it's sunny all day and your mask is in that sunlight and it's getting some UV light all day long, uh, is it likely it's going to kill some coronavirus? It, it's very likely it's going to do that. The other thing is not just the ultraviolet light, but also the heat. Um, we know that heat kills viruses. And so, especially this time of year, as we move into the summer, uh, if your car is sitting outside in the sun, it gets very, very hot in that dashboard. You know, 140 degrees is, is easy to accomplish on a dashboard. And 140 degrees will kill most pathogens um, completely in a fairly quick amount of time. You know, that's why people do things like boil water and things like that. So uh, I actually leave a lot of my personal protective equipment in the dashboard of my window. So uh, I do think it helps. I'm not going to say that it would completely sterilize a mask, um, but, you know, it might cut way down on the amount of germs, at least on the side that's either facing the heat or facing the ultraviolet radiation. Well, thanks, Dr. Forrest. Now, I understand you've gotten a lot of other questions in your inbox recently concerning possible scams, maybe even some cures that people are touting, uh, maybe on the Internet, social media. Uh, what are some of the questions that you've gotten? Well, I have gotten several questions, and uh, I'll speak to just a few of those. Um, the first one is, uh, and this, I think, is a common question that's that's going around. And, you know, I think the problem is you can go out on, on the Internet and you can probably find a million people that will say this is true. So anytime a million people say something, people think there must be some truth to it. Um, and the question is, can vitamin C prevent or cure COVID-19? Um, so first of all, the answer is no. Um, if you are taking vitamin C, that's not going to prevent you from getting COVID-19. Uh, and if you have COVID-19, taking vitamin C is not going to uh, make it go away. Okay. Now, here's the, here's the truth. Uh, all vitamins are necessary for your body to function properly. So if you have vitamin deficiencies of any type, uh, it makes it harder for your body to fight off uh, not only this, but other types of infection uh, and that type of thing. So it doesn't mean that having adequate nutrition and adequate vitamin intake is not important. But to say, and we used this example uh, earlier, um, to say that somebody's going to give you IV vitamin C in their doctor's office and that's going to cure this, uh, there is zero evidence uh, for that. 
there's also zero evidence that it's going to uh, help prevent you from getting this. So uh, that's one question we get really commonly. But don't uh, don't misunderstand. It is important that you get adequate nutrition and that you're not vitamin deficient, you know, with any of your vitamins. So you want to make sure that you're adequately uh, getting vitamins. But that doesn't mean that taking excess vitamins or certainly getting vitamins IV is necessarily uh, been shown to do anything to help you with COVID-19. So that's the first question I'm getting a lot. Uh, the second one, and this one is actually one that <clears throat> I've actually heard just being in the grocery store. I've heard people talking about. Um, but the question was, can elderberry, uh, which is a, you know, an herbal supplement or echinacea, uh, prevent or cure COVID-19? So short answer is no. Um, but again, there's always a little more complication to, to a, a question. Um, neither one of those, elderberry or echinacea, has been shown to be effective in treating COVID-19, and neither of them have, have been shown to, uh, you know, prevent you from getting it or make it better, okay? However, um, there is research on some herbal supplements, and we'll use, we use echinacea as an example, where it can stimulate your immune response temporarily, okay? So it's not a specific immune response. It's not necessarily, you know, aimed at uh, COVID-19 or anything like that. But there is some evidence that some supplements like echinacea can temporarily stimulate your immune system. Now, then the question becomes, but does that mean you want to stimulate your immune system? Because, for example, with um, COVID-19, it turns out a lot of the really severe disease and the really bad damage in the lungs is actually coming from your body's immune response. Um, your body, when it's responding to an infection, produces inflammatory chemicals that uh, are meant to help kill germs. But in some cases, that inflammation actually can be dangerous. So, you know, you've seen the syndrome um, in the children where they're getting excess inflammation. And that's possibly as a result of having COVID-19 a few weeks before. And we know that patients' lungs that have had, uh, you know, COVID-19 have a lot of inflammation. And there's been a lot of talk about cytokine storm. And cytokines are chemicals produced by your immune system. So, in fact, without having any evidence about what you would be doing with elderberry or echinacea, you could potentially make COVID-19 worse. Because if you hyperstimulated some of these cytokines, um, you might actually potentially make it worse. So again, elderberry or echinacea, uh, I would not do either. Um, which brings me to another point. That's a good question for you to ask yourself. If your doctor's not taking it to prevent COVID-19, you probably shouldn't be either. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Our Access Health Trivia of the Week is next. This is Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest, it's time for our Trivia of the Week. Our trivia of the week this week is that Americans spend about $3 billion per year on homeopathic treatments that have no evidence of working. What are the key points to remember about the show today? First, don't take any supplement or treatment that has not been proven to treat COVID-19. Second, controlled studies with statistical significance or that are published in scholarly journals are needed and preferably double-blinded studies. And a good rule of thumb to use is uh, don't use anything that's not FDA approved for any condition, including COVID-19, unless you ask your doctor. Hopefully you'll be able to use this to help keep you and your family safe from coronavirus. Our scripture this week is from Psalm 19.8, but God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show. We look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.